Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. We've heard it time and time and time again. Athletes with guns. It seems more and more becoming commonplace, and it's not getting any better. Two prime examples, NBA star Jean Morant and NCAA star Brandon Miller. When are people going to finally wise up? I don't think anytime soon. So like I said, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Believe me, folks, when I was thinking about what am I going to do for my podcast this week, I was thinking about doing some, you know, spring training stuff to talk about how good this guy, Anthony Volpe, uh, budding shortstop star with the uh, Yankees, or is he going to, you know, pushing maybe the envelope to possibly make the team? Just thinking about a bunch of stuff from spring training, thinking about the Mets, thinking about, you know, the Nets and how they came back from a 28-point deficit last week in um, in Boston to beat the Celtics. You know, I was thinking of talking about all that, but I can't. I can't in good conscience. And, and I'll tell you, the crap that has gone on and that never seems to end with guns and athletes, forget about disgusting. It's just... It's criminal and it's sickening. You know, the latest, of course, unless you haven't heard and don't know anything about it, John Morant, the young superstar, the young superstar of the Memphis Grizz- Grizzlies. You know, not, not there's no if, ends, or buts, the young superstar. This just past Saturday morning, like five o'clock in the morning, whatever it is, he put something on Instagram. Put something on Instagram, a live video. There he is from a strip club, bare-chested, bare-chested with a gun, you know, waving a gun. There's no if, ends, or buts. It was a gun. This is a star in the NBA. He's waving a gun. How stupid, how absolutely idiotic, moronic can that be? All right? Now, you have to remember something, folks, about this young man. When when I tell you, quite frankly, it shouldn't matter that he's a star or not a star, but it does matter because stars get different treatment than scrubs, and I'm going to get into that as we talk more uh, on this edition to get a load of this. But but really, this is a guy that over the summer he apparently, allegedly, whatever the hell you want to call it, threatened a mall cop. All right, then he got into a fight with a high school player in a pickup game at his mansion. And allegedly, 
displayed a gun. And allegedly, he beat the kid several times. Okay? Allegedly. You know, I have to say allegedly because that's what the deal is. Now, according to his agent, Morant's agent, these charges are what nothing was substantiated. It's all, as, as I would quote him, unsubstantiated rumors. Unsubstantiated rumors. All right? Well, there ain't no unsubstantiated rumor about what he did this past Saturday morning with bare-chested, waving a gun. That's substantiated. He's a star in the NBA. So the Grizzlies have said he's not going to play. He's going to be, call it a suspension. They're saying he's going to be away from the Grizzlies for a couple of games. And the NBA, NBA spokesman says they're investigating. All right? I don't know what you're investigating. The young man was a moron. Morant, the moron. And I'm not being cruel saying that. And if you think I am, so be it. Now, I want you to read, listen to this quote from Jean Morant. I take full responsibility for my actions last night. I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Dealing with stress and my overall well-being. I'll tell you how you figure out how to deal better with your overall well-being. You pull your head out of your keister. You be smart who you associate with. You look in the mirror and say, just because I'm a superstar player and I got a lot of money, it doesn't mean a damn thing. And this crap to have the goal. I mean, first of all, you know it was written for him. But to de- better to deal with stress. Stress? You're a young man making gazillions and for- going to make gazillions more. Stress? Go look at the guy working nine to five. Go look at a guy pushing a broom or a mop or working an assembly line. Go talk to people losing jobs, whether they're low-paying jobs or high-paying jobs because of cutbacks. And you're talking about stress, you stupid ass. And if you hear anger in my voice, I want you to hear anger in my voice. This is a guy who, when I saw him playing for Murray State, I said to you know a couple of friends, I said, this kid is not good. He's great. He's going to be, I'm not, I'm no guru. Okay. But I mean, you didn't have to be a genius to know this kid, John Morant was going to be great. Going to be great. And he was the number two pick overall. 
the number two pick overall in 2019. This is his fourth year. He's averaging 27 points a game and I think eight rebounds. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. But really, you're talking about a bona fide superstar. Now, I'll tell you, he was a second pick overall. And, you know, when I hear these stories, because when I first saw him play, you know, really, you know, paid attention to him in the um, uh, NCAA tournament, I looked at him and I said, wow, this guy is something special. And he was absolutely beyond a a shadow of a doubt something special. But now, and you know, some guys get lost in the shuffle. You know, for some reason they're overlooked. But this talent was obvious. And he wasn't recruited by any big schools. He says it. He wasn't recruited by any big schools. He ended up going to Murray State. And you kind of wonder, you know, it could just be a slip-up, but you kind of wonder, maybe there were issues that schools didn't heavily recruit him. I don't know. But we're we're not talking about some bum. We're talking about a young man who he came into the league, he averaged almost 18 points his first year, 19 points his second year, 27.4 his third year, and at the time of this discussion, folks, he's averaging 27.1 points, 8.2 assists per game. I mean, the guy, you know, he's got a big contract with Nike. He is a, a superstar. And this crap you do? You, you, and, and to be so brazen and put this stuff on Instagram? You're putting it out there? Oh, what are you, a badass? You know what that shows? That shows a a disregard for authority, for common sense. And you want to talk about disrespect? There's nothing worse than disrespect for your oneself. That's what's worse. When he apologized to his family, to his teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis, entire Grizzlies organization, dummy, look in the mirror and apologize to yourself because you disrespected yourself You made yourself look like a horse's ass, and that's what you are. Really, that's what you are. It's absolutely ridiculous. Seriously, folks, I'm like beside myself when I heard this. I, I just really, you know, I was offended by the whole thing. And and then how about this one? Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce tweets out after this happens. I don't care what you all say about Ja. I carried a gun after I was stabbed. You all don't know what he going through. Everyone got something to say until you really know what's really going on in someone's life. When you black and you rich, you a target, period. So now you got a moron and I will say that about Paul Pierce. You're you're going to use, you're going to throw this that he needed a gun because he's black. Are you really? You're really going to tell me that? A- a- and tell me this. If, if, if I'm going to buy into that discussion that he's carrying a gun 
because for protection, all right? That's one thing. Standing with bare-chested in a strip joint, waving a gun ain't for protection. It's for being stupid. When are people going to learn guns and going out at night and being a public person? It's a bad combination. Nothing good comes of that. Nothing good at all ever comes of that. When are people going to learn? When are people going to learn? And it's not like just an isolated incident because there's some, I'll quote, I'll, I'll call them alleged incidents. And, and the agent could say unsubstantiated rumors. Well, this ain't no rumor what happened. It's, it's a disgrace. And, and I've, I've said this all along. You, you know, Adam Silva has a problem with his league because he's got, he doesn't have millionaires. He has multi-millionaires going upwards to billionaires. I mean, people making $40, $50 million a year. They have total disregard because they think, for lack of a better term, their crap doesn't stink. It's terrible. It is absolutely, it's disgusting, it's sickening, it's disgraceful. When's it going to stop? Now, John Morant, John Morant is fortunate. Now, you might be saying, how is he fortunate? I'll tell you how he's fortunate. He's fortunate that nobody got killed. He's fortunate that nobody got killed. Because then what would have happened? Then what would have happened? You know, and listen, it's got to start with oneself. You've heard it time and again. You got to know who you're hanging with. Know who your friends are. Are they friends or are they hangers-on? Are they good influences or are they bad influences? And you got to be smart enough to figure it out. And... But it's got to start with Moran. It's easy for me to blame people he hangs out with. I can't do that. I got to start with Morant. He's the culprit here. I'll call him, not the victim, the perpetrator. He was. He's the one. He's the one standing there, bare-chested, star in the NBA, superstar, waving a gun in a strip joint, wee hours of the morning. How, that's smart. That's real. I mean, he posted it, I think it was like five o'clock in the morning. I don't know exactly what time he was doing it. But like I say, he was fortunate. Nobody got killed. But you know who wasn't as fortunate? Brandon Miller, a freshman star for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, a freshman star who's certainly projected as a, you know, top lottery pick. An early lottery pick. Brandon Miller. There was a shooting back in January. 
Brandon Miller's ex-teammate, if you haven't heard, Darius Miles, texted Brandon Miller. The reason I say his uh, his former teammate on the Alabama Crimson Tigers, Darius Miles, had since been thrown off the team at a school, whatever. He sent a text to Brandon Miller, a freshman, sent a text. I mean, we're talking about a kid who's a star. This is not, you know, some half-ass, you know, ball player. This is a bona fide star. Sent him a text that he needed his gun. That he needed his gun. So what does... Now, now, let me ask you, and don't give me this crap that, well, he's a kid. He's a kid. Bullshit. He should know better. And and if somebody's telling you, you you can be a moron, but you're going to be smart enough to know if somebody's saying to you, I I need my gun, you're going to say to yourself, no, this ain't, no, 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 no. I can't do this. I got my entire future in front of me. I haven't cashed in like John Morant yet. I haven't got the big Nike deal yet. But what's he do? Brings the gun. Now there's questions. You know, lawyers or somebody says he never touched it. He brings the gun. Miles, he brings it to Miles. And... um, he gives it to somebody else, and a young woman by the name of uh, Jamea Harris, 23 years old, shot and killed. Shot and killed. So Miles and uh, and the other guy, Miles is off the team, and, and the other guy Davis uh, is uh, I don't have I forget his first name uh, is um, up for murder. Davis allegedly pulled the trigger. You tell me. Don't give me this crap about culture and needing protection. That's garbage. If somebody's texting you, I need my gun, what are you doing? Now, you know... Police testified that this is what happened. A detective testified that this is what happened. But they say there was nothing you could charge him with unless the intent was knowingly that he was uh, delivering the gun for the purpose of committing murder. Either way, someone's dead. Either way, someone's dead. You tell me. But it gets uglier. I mean, you might, yeah, I, I guess I should correct myself. There could be nothing uglier than the fact that a young woman is dead. There, there could be nothing worse than that. All right? Uh, I'm not going to dispute that. But let's think about this for a second. Let's really think about it. A woman is dead 
because somebody called a young star basketball player and said, please deliver the gun. I need my joint. I think that's what the quote was. I never heard that expression before, but, you know, what do I know? I'm, I'm not an expert. Michael Lynn Davis, that, that's the man who uh, apparently pulled the trigger. I'm not an expert on these things, but are, are you kidding me? So here's a young man. Now, what were the consequences? This is the society that we're living in. What were the consequences for Brandon Miller? Thus far, not a damn thing. You think if if Brandon Miller, I'll bet, I'll bet whatever you want. If Brandon Miller was a scrubini and nobody on the team like like Darius Miles, he'd be off the team. But no, he's a star. Big time star. So he wasn't off the team. Like it happened in January, but these revelations all came out. And I think it was on the 21st of February. Anyway, the reason that date is important because what happened on the 22nd of February? You know what happened? He was in the lineup in South Carolina. Yeah, he was in the lineup, Brandon Miller was, and he scored 41 points leading the Crimson Tide. Scored 41 points. All right? How about that? Scored 41 points. And his coach, Nate Oltz, on Brandon Miller, I quote, he's one of the most mentally, if not, the most mentally tough kid I've ever coached in my life, and I've been coaching for a while. While he completely understands, this this is the coach, Why, while he completely understands the situation is tragic, and he takes it very seriously, and he's been cooperating the whole time, He's also done a great job being able to focus on practices, games, and just getting his laser focus where he's dialed in to where his feet are at. Really? Can you imagine? This is a coach. Maybe I'm old school, but I grew up when coaches were supposed to be mentors and guide you the right way where coaches were supposed to be people who made sure you were on the straight and narrow, guiding you, advising you to make right decisions, not wrong decisions. That's what Nate, to me, Nate Oates and the, the entire athletic community, oh, I, I the, the, AD, athletic director. I, I mean, to me, they should be dumped. And if that's not good enough, here's what happened the next game. During the pregame introduction against Arkansas, the next game, in the introductions, 
they think it was cute, and apparently they were doing it all year where somebody, as he's introduced, he's patted down as if he's being frisked. Yeah. Brandon Miller being patted down. To say that that is inappropriate, whether somebody was shot or not, is moronic. Let alone the fact, folks, we know what goes on in this country. We know that there's a racial divide and there's a problem. How do you think it looks anytime a black man is being patted down? How many discussions have we had over that? So when the coach... When the coach, Nate Oates, was told about it, his response was, can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any kind of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Just in the wrong spot at the wrong time? Really? Also, here's Nate Oates. I don't watch our introductions. Not involved with them. I'm drawing up plays at that time. Regardless, it's not appropriate. It's been addressed and will never happen again this year. You are the head coach of a major university and you have the onions, the balls, the gall to say, I'm not aware what goes on in the pregame. You're not aware what goes on in pregame. How the hell can you still have your job? Nate Oates should be whacked, as far as I'm concerned, immediately. I mean, that is just moronic responses. You know, this is the type of, of, of stuff, folks, that I, I hate talking about. I, I'd much rather be talking about balls going through the hoop I'd much rather be talking about balls and strikes and pitch clocks and you know how like like are these rules good are that I'd rather be talking about prospects not tragedy somebody lost their life in this Brandon Miller situation and and John Morant He's just lucky nobody lo loses their life in his situation. But you know what? If he keeps up being a moron and walking around with a gun, John Morant, Morant the moron, kind of has a zing and a sing to it. Folks, when are people going to wise up? When are people going to wise up? And to have a former player, a star like Paul Pierce say, you all don't know, you all don't know. Can you imagine him saying that? Think about it. Paul Pierce. Let me read it again to you. This is Paul Pierce. I don't care what you all say about Ja. I carried a gun after I was stabbed. Y'all don't know what he going through. Everyone got something to say until you really know what's really going on in someone's life. When you black and rich, you a target, period. That he's talking about John Morant. Well, you know, I can't even argue with somebody like that because that's an unreasonable moron.
to come out with a remark like that and now you make it a race thing? Really? Somebody needs to wise up. The entire culture in the NBA and NCAA needs to wise up. Because you know what? Lives are going to continue to get lost and people's lives are going to continue to be ruined. This is a culture that has to be straightened out. I want to know what the NCAA, I want to know what the NBA is going to do about it. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do it on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, as I always tell you. You can also do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com because I say it all the time. Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I have nobody in here to be talking to. And again, just a reminder, you'll hear more from me if you tune in on my video podcast on the Yes app on Get a Load of This. So please continue to tell your friends and family people to just download the Yes app and they too will be able to get a load of me on Get a Load of This. Until then, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great and safe week, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.